Hello again. Surprise. I'm here on Thursday morning. Triple feature this week. I've got a real good reason for it too. So if you're not out of bed, get out of bed to listen to this one and stay out of bed for at least one night. Why do I say that? Well, you'll find out on today's Authentic Avenue. Lisa, a brand promoting better sleep and a mattress made for good. It's that good that's the focus of today's episode. I'm on with Janai Notman, who's their head of mission. This is a first for the show. I haven't spoken to anybody with head of mission as a title yet. And today we speak about a number of things, not the least of which is their upcoming hashtag one bedless night campaign. Because did you know that one in five children in the U.S. experience poverty? and that this is the highest risk factor to getting good sleep. Janai has traveled all around the world ever since childhood and has seen these problems globally. And to help tackle this issue right here at home, Janai spent the last four years working with Lisa, marrying marketing and mission to contribute towards its end. We're going to talk a lot more about that on today's show, as well as her definition of authenticity, as well as advice for how to get to your own definition of it. And I'll let us get to that right now. So sit back, relax, don't go to bed. Instead, listen in as I get real with Lisa and Janai Notman. I don't believe today's interview will put you to sleep, but we're going to talk a heck of a lot about it with a person whose title is one that I have not yet featured on this show, and I'm pretty excited to do so. So without further ado, I'll introduce our guest for today. I have on Janai Notman from Lisa Sleep. She's the head of mission there. Janai, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Adam. Good to have you. I want to talk about all the ins and outs of Lisa, all the ins and outs of your position, and I'll start there. You are the head of mission. As I said, haven't interviewed anybody like this before on this show, although I've certainly talked about mission a lot with the marketing side of many of these organizations. I'm going to get to that in a moment. Could you first set the foundation for me as to how you found this particular niche of function within Lisa? I understand it goes further back even before the company even existed to your childhood, maybe. Can you explain this? Yes, absolutely. So, um, I had the privilege of growing up across the world, primarily in Tanzania, East Africa, and my parents um, ran nonprofits really focused on childhood early education in rural areas. Um, so that passion was contagious, and I really was interested in how to connect the nonprofit, especially grassroots nonprofit sector with um, the corporate world. So, you know, they here we have an organization that needs resources, and then we have companies that, you know, have resources to give. So I was really excited to join Lisa as their head of mission back in 2016, which was a really exciting time as we were building out what mission actually looked like at Lisa. And that is just like one year after they came into existence, right? I mean, this must have been awfully early on that you found them. How'd you even find them in the first place? You know, that story is less romantic. It was really a a job posting um, and I had an interview with the CEO at the time, um, David Wolf, and I I got the job on the spot. I think it was really um, just a, a match made in heaven. Well, I, that sounds great to just walk into a place. I mean, I think many people in 2020 are probably looking at that story and salivating, being like, wow, I can just walk in. And it seems almost seems like what our parents would tell us to do. I'll just go in, give a firm handshake, and they'll give you a job. You know, But I'm sure it was a lot more than that. I think it, I think if you met David Wolf, it would be a little less surprising. Um, but. Yeah, I'd understand. <laughs> so they had an eye on, and you had an eye on, mission very early on. 
Now, let me reference a point that I made towards the end of the, the, the start to all this, because I've spoken about mission with many folks on the marketing side of brands. That means that my ideas about mission and the perspectives I get on it come from individuals who may care deeply about it, but whose job it is not, at least not 100%. Often I perceive that most brands have a marketing and a mission function or a social impact function or a CSR function separately and that they sort of hold hands. They pull budget from each other. They dip into each other's like programs year over year and together they push forward what they would call authentically. How does it work at Lisa? I would hope that it's pretty directly in sync, but I don't always get that. Could you help me out a little bit? Because you were there early on. Surely marketing was there early on. How has that worked out over the last four-ish years? Yeah, so it's definitely evolved over time. When I joined back in 2016, it was definitely a very separate function. And, And my role was really focused on building out that programming, building out the partnerships um, that would then become really the, the core of our mission. Today, it looks very different. So today, I actually um, sit on on the marketing team and collaborate really closely with with you know our, our heads of ecom, brand, performance, marketing. And I'd recommend that approach. You know what what it allows us to do is um, to build out a really balanced programming. At Lisa, we're proud to say that that mission is in our DNA, and this allows us to to kind of walk walk the talk. Um, our our goal at Lisa is not only to provide an exceptional sleep experience for our customers, but also for children experiencing poverty, and that needs to come through in our marketing communications. You know, our hope is that anyone who's interacted with Lisa, whether you're a customer or you're researching us, you you know what we stand for. Um, And by having marketing and mission so integrated, it allows us to do that. Now, I would assume that this flows well into your definition of what this grand A word is that I explore on this show. But let me first say that that's encouraging that you are uh, directly within the marketing function today, despite it having been separate at the beginning of your tenure. The reason why I say that is because sometimes, even at large organizations today, these two functions continue to be separate. And though they walk together and claim to walk whatever talk they're talking, to me, it doesn't seem like they can be truly uh, you know, in lockstep without being part of the same organization. And maybe to some it's just semantics, but I find that important because if I'm a marketer and I have to decide between spending a dollar on a promotion or a consumer experience or something in CSR, that's just, I mean, you could see how that's, that's a debate that I wouldn't want to have if I want to be operating, you know, to the point where people know what I stand for. So let me, let me jump on that phrase, um, that you just said. Obviously, that means that authenticity has to be some sort of reflection of what you do, at least. The fact that people know what you stand for means that you are operating authentically. But can you define the word for me? I do this with everybody, and I just want to get a baseline so that I can uh, play in the right ballpark here. How How do you define that word? Yeah, I think when I think of authenticity, I really think of integrity. You know, what is the integrity of our mission? How are we, as we've said before, walking the talk? How are we really using our our voice and our resources to make a true defined impact in the world? Okay, so making a true defined impact in the world is especially powerful coming from somebody who seems to have seen a bit of the world. From what you told me of your upbringing, you are far more internationally traveled than I. 
and I don't purport to know anything about what, you know, is going on in, in Africa, East Africa, Tanzania, any of those places, but I want you to talk a little bit about what you saw there growing up and how it may have inspired some of the things you've done at Lisa, including your most recent or about to be launched initiative, One Bedless Night. I assume there's some sort of connection there, or at least at least a, a reminiscence of what you experienced and witnessed as a child. Absolutely. And and I, I don't use the word privilege lightly. I think it was really a, a true privilege to be able to experience so many different you know, cultures and and ways of living from a young age. And I think that's really, you know, shaped my worldview 100% right now. But, you know, I I saw poverty from a very young age, I spent my fifth birthday at a medical camp about seven hours away from from any reminiscent of a city in Tanzania. And, And that really, you know, opened my eyes, not only to the complexity of poverty, but also, you know, really the the different layers of it and, and focusing in on children, and being able to lead the charge at Lisa to end childhood bedlessness is, you know, an, an incredible honor. And and what I saw from an early age is, you know, there's so much that goes into laying the foundation for a child's future success. And at Lisa, we believe that sleep is a key ingredient there. So this um, November, we're launching One Bedless Night. And that's really a, a campaign, a socially first campaign to raise awareness of the fact that millions of children here in North America don't have a bed to sleep on tonight. And we're asking our customers, we're asking our followers, our partners to join us for one night, give up your bed for one night, and Lisa will donate a brand new bed to a child in need. And so this, as I'm understanding this, begins on Monday, right? Listeners, we have a very quick turnaround on this one. You'll be listening to this on Thursday morning, the 19th, and you can start participating in this on Monday. Is that, is that right, Janai? Am I getting that right? Yes, exactly. So it is running from November 23rd to the 30th. And in order to participate, again, you just need to sleep without your bed for one night. And then on social, use the hashtag one bedless night um, for, for your participation to be counted. And folks, this seems like a pretty low lift, assuming you're okay with sleeping on the floor for one night. Uh, Lisa's really, pretty much doing all the all the heavy lifting for you. And, you know, I really enjoy talking to organizations when they have this sorts of donation, a charitable contribution based initiative. Um, And it's surprising to me that even in North America, this is, this is an issue, you know, bedlessness is something uh, which or poverty, you know, generally is something which I, I think that a lot of people understand exists. But those who are born with the privilege that you speak of may not witness it in the way that you have. Listeners, pretty soon, we're going to have a conversation come out a little later this month with Kathy Davis, who's the CMO at Feeding America. Same vibes I got from her. I just couldn't imagine that basic need being such a widespread issue, even in North America. And bedlessness is something that I'm sure plenty of people don't really think about even. Yes. You know, plenty of people who listen to this show probably don't think about it. Um, and, you know, it's, as I said, seems like an easy lift for you, the listener, for you, the consumer, you know, let Lisa donate and help to solve this problem. But Janai, let me, let me ask you something else. Um, because this is, of course, one way, a, a, a week-long effort, a, a great effort 
to show up authentically to your community, to stand up for what you all believe in. I mean, what's what's better than having a sleep company provide more sleep to more people, especially in a comfortable way? Um, understanding, though, that most of these folks will be doing this one bedless night and then returning to that privilege, having a bed the next evening, ha- has to make them think, has to make you think. And as you run mission all the time at Lisa, I know you're not just doing something for the next week. You got stuff going on all the time. So this is the part of the show where I ask folks about the different avenues they use to accomplish authenticity on a broad basis. And let me just ask, outside of one bedless night, which I hope we all participate in, what are your others? So for one bedless night, um, it's exactly that, a campaign. And it really, the exciting part of it is it allows us to extend the invite to our community and our customers to really join us for our mission to end childhood bedlessness. But for our avenue of authenticity and of giving, that is really our mattress donations that happen every single day at Lisa. We'll be reaching our 40,000th mattress donated on Giving Tuesday this year. And and that's something, you know, we're we're thrilled about. And and really, you know, with with mattress donations as our avenue, I really see our, our map, our roadmap as our B Corp certification. So Lisa became a B Corp in 2016, and we're really proud to to be a trailblazer in our industry. And and for those of you who are not aware of what a B Corp is, it really is a holistic external review that a company is doing what they say they're doing. So it measures everything from what we're putting in our products to how we're investing in our local communities, everything from that to actually internally, how are we treating our workers? What benefits are we providing our workers that um, at least asleep? And so, so with the B Corp certification, what I love so much about becoming a B Corp is not only does it, you know, show you areas that you're strong in, but it really gives you that roadmap on how to be a better business. How can we improve our sustainability practices? How can we learn from other incredible leaders like Patagonia and Seventh Generation on how um, to treat our, our workers better and just be a world class company? And listeners, of course, if you are interested in learning more about what a B Corp is, of course, you can go over to Lisa. There is also a recent episode of this podcast, episode number 19, with Composed and Jason Parkin, where we talk all about how to be a B. Quick plug, had to get through with that. Um, so, uh, Jenna, this is wonderful. I, I think that not only is it good for the show, for the listeners, for me personally, to learn more from somebody who is specifically head of mission, again, new for the show, as I said, but not just that, because I'm sure I could go out and find somebody who heads CSR, heads mission at a brand. I mean, anybody can go on LinkedIn and find a bunch of those, but to have somebody with your perspective, that truly global stance, somebody who has seen the issues, the, the, the problems, the solvable problems here and abroad, that you now tackle and are able to do in the for-profit space. And I know damn well that it is a lot easier to do it when you have money behind you than it is in the nonprofit space. Nonprofit people are spending as much on the problem as they are on getting funds for it. So it's great that you have that engine. But to have you specifically in that position where you can not only say, I know this because I know what Lisa stands for, but I know this because I know what I stand for. That, to me, 
is how people operate authentically in brands. When the people and the product and the purpose all line up. So this has been a treat for me. And I, that means I have to, I have to round this a little bit. Again, one bedless night, folks, starts on Monday. Make sure to get that done and, and, and post it everywhere. But I, I can't let you leave without asking for some advice. Now, as I've just said, I've set that foundation of how your interest and experience align with what Lisa is all about and what they're doing now. There are plenty of folks out there, people who listen to this show, in fact, who are brand builders, prospective founders, brand leaders, who are always on the hunt to refine their personal truth, their definition of authenticity, how their brand operationalizes it, how they reflect it and how it appears, and to shorten the gap in any way possible between that which they walk and what others see. So that's a very broad way to ask the final question here, which is that what advice can you give to us about how to find our own personal truth, to carve our own paths, our avenues, authenticity. I'm wondering if you could help me out a little bit with that as we close out today. Yeah, I, I think you you hit the nail on the head there with, you know, your own version of authenticity. I think that translates directly to mission. And my my first piece of advice would be, you know, find find a mission and a cause that, you know, not only are you passionate for as an individual, but something that ties seamlessly into your product as a company. What that'll allow you to do is tell a much clearer and concise story to the consumer when you're integrating it into your marketing efforts, and it will just make it easier in the long run. And my second piece of advice is is find find accountability, whether that is donating a percentage of your profits or having a a one-for-one model. Find a way that, you know, at the end of the year, you are accountable to donate X. So what that allows you to do, again, is um, really create buy-in from not only your employees, but your customers. Because as you scale as a company, your impact is also going to scale. When a customer purchases from your brand, they're investing in your mission because you are unlocking a donation or a product um, in, in honor of them and their participation. And that also translates to the B Corp. Another plug for B Corp. I love the team at B Lab and everything they stand for. Um, the B Corp certification is the ultimate form of accountability. It really, um, as I said previously, allows you to think of areas that you can improve. Um, but it really is just a, a, a great testament to the customer that you are a good company um, and that you are walking, um, walking the walk, walking the talk. Well, I thank you for walking me through how you walk the talk and how you walk to sleep. <laughs> I've done a bit of sleepwalking uh, today, I think. Um, did I put those two together elegantly I, enough? That, I think so. That was, that was seamless. I was wondering I how many more walk the talks we could get into this conversation. Oh, great. Thanks so much. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I look forward to seeing how that one bedless night goes. I look forward to seeing a people's participation again, folks. Hashtag one bedless night. The number one, Adam. So hashtag one bedless night using the number one. Hashtag the number one, folks. I'll say it again. One in five children in the U.S. experience poverty. This is the highest risk factor to getting good sleep. Help the cause. It's easy. Let and I do it for you. All you got to do is sleep on the floor or somewhere that's not your own 
bed. Uh, Janai Notman, thank you so much for sharing your story, your perspective, the mission, and uh, get a good night's sleep now. Thanks, Adam. I'll say it again on the back end here. This is a pretty light lift for us to participate in this initiative that Lisa is putting forward. And I thank Janai for her contributions, not only to helping to eliminate poverty and bedlessness in the U.S., but also for her global viewpoint on this issue and how she applies it to the work she does today. So thank you, Jenai, and thanks to you, the listener, for tuning into the show today. Be sure to subscribe here if you like this kind of stuff. Rate and review us wherever you listen. If you do so on Apple Podcasts, I'll say I'm right here at the top of the show. And of course, I'm elsewhere on social. A lot of LinkedIn going on. Authentic Avenue and Adam Connor, professional and personal. And I'm also telling uh, the slightly more unplugged side of things over on TikTok at Authentic Adam. Finally, the most professional of all, send me an email. Adam at AuthenticAvenueMedia.com. Say hello, tell me your thoughts on, well, anything really, and I'll engage. This has been your host, Adam Connor, saying until I get real again with you, thanks for taking a walk with me down Authentic Avenue.